it was the early 90s and I was doing very little in business. I had a few employees, a handful of employees working out of a garage and uh, I got the phone call and the phone call was, hey, I've got a large apartment complex, very large, and I'd like for you to give me an estimate on replacing all my furnaces, 1947 Lennox models and replacing them and adding air conditioning, which we don't have right now. Wow, that was a wow. Uh, residential units right up our alley, boom, right? So I give the estimate, I do my best, I really do my homework, I get these prices extremely low from my uh, vendors and my supply houses, and I, and I, uh, I give this estimate. And then I don't hear anything. So uh, I read that if you keep following up, you'll get the sale, right? So I give him a call. He says, I'm still thinking about it. It's kind of how he talked to. And uh, so I said, um, is there anything I can do to help you make a decision? He said, not yet. So a couple of days go by. I give him another call. I said, hey, Dave, this is Greg. Um, anything I can do to help you make a decision? And he said, and he, and he just says, he goes, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I've got three other estimates. He says, I'm just concerned that these air conditioners aren't going to fit between the porches out here. Because remember, they never had air conditioners before. I said, okay, well, let me, let me do some measurements. I'll get back with you. So what I did was I picked up two air conditioners. I got my, um, one of my employees, Scott, and I said, hey, let's head over here. Let's put these air conditioners uh, between the porches. I'll go get Dave, and we'll show him they fit. So that's exactly what we did. We, uh, in a pickup truck, maybe a Ford Ranger at the time. But I went over there, and I got the units. I got them out of the box. I set them up nice and neat between the porches. They fit perfectly, code-wise, everything. So I went up to the office. And I asked for Dave and he came out and he goes, Hey, I just talked to you on the phone, right? I said, yeah. I said, I want you to see something though. You got a minute. He said, yeah, I got a minute. So uh, he came out, walked, you know, 50 yards to one of the apartment buildings that had the kind of porches he was concerned about. And I said, there you go. And he looked at it and uh, he just smiled and he kind of, he kind of always leaned back when he talked. He said, you got the job. <laughs> I was like, yeah, woo. So, uh, but let me tell you something. You know how today we're not concerned about surviving. We're concerned about thriving because we've already been through that survival mode, right? But back then it's survival. And that's all you should be thinking about. First five years of survival. Why? We're going to talk about that. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. So, like I talked about, first five years, my purpose, my main purpose was survival. And... The Oxford Dictionary defines purpose as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And also, it's a person's sense of determination. So, uh, I'm telling you, uh, you got to have a purpose. And this podcast 
is titled purpose-driven business. And that's what it's all about. You've got to have a purpose-driven business to not only survive, but then to thrive. What we're going to talk a lot about today, purpose-driven, what's that look like? Purpose-driven business. PDB, purpose-driven business. Purpose unites companies and employees and inspires them to achieve goals that talk to a bigger purpose and a mission, bigger mission than most. I had a purpose. My first purpose, of course, was to survive. But my purpose has always been to run a business based on biblical principles, take care of people well, and provide the best service around, better than anyone else. But those first five years, I'm telling you, it was all about survival. So when I went to that apartment complex, what I saw was a way to survive. And we actually, when we got that job, we spread it out over three years. It was a blessing. We spread it out over three years of slow time. So when anybody in Ohio here in heating and air conditioning understands slow time. So, um, and we, we still have it today, 33 years later. So we spread that out over um, three years, slow time. Mailbox money was coming in all the time because we were knocking them out. We had a system. We had a, we had a ductwork system. We had a line set system. We had chimney flue liner ch systems. I mean, we had systems in place and we were killing it. And uh, there were hundreds of units, okay? And... It was a million dollar plus job and it was exciting. But number one reason to sell that job was survival. In order for McAfee heating and air conditioning to be around for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50 years, I had to survive. And I would do whatever it takes within those biblical principles, within that taking care of people and serving people well I'll do whatever it takes to survive. So we know today that 90% of businesses fail in the first five years. That's a huge number. Out of 100, only 10 make it. That's a huge number. Maintaining our existence is critical. We hear, we hear reasons why businesses fail, like not satisfying a need or a bad location or bad business plan or inflexibility, lack of capital, growing too fast, and the list goes on and on. But I'm going to give you five reasons why being a purpose-driven business will supercharge your business. Okay? Are you ready? Let's get started. So number one, a purpose-driven business attracts talent, for your employees so you can have a stronger team. Now, these kind of employees are more prone to be more engaged. They have stickability, so they stay with your company longer, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. They're purpose-driven, and they're in it for the long haul. They feel a sense of loyalty and a pride in their work when they work for a purpose-driven business. They want to work for someone who stands for something, which leads to increased retention rates for you, which 
leads to increased profit for you. They make more money and you make more money and it's a win-win-win. The company makes more money. The reason many young people change jobs often today, can I just be blunt? The reason young people, Gen Y, Gen Z, the reason they have a bad reputation for changing jobs so often is because companies suck. They're not organized. They're not structured well. They have zero systems and procedures in place. These people grew up with systems and procedures. These people grew up with programs on TV like never before, with an, a smartphone like never before. Why would they want to come to work for an unorganized company? They're not going to last long. They're going to see right through it. And they're going to move to something better. I don't blame them, folks. I don't blame them. I mean, they don't realize it doesn't look good on a resume to change jobs so often. But I don't blame them for doing it. When companies get their act together, putting it nicely, then people will stay with them longer. Think about that. Is your company in that situation? If it is, change it. Make adjustments. Make it better. I am so passionate about that, it's unreal. It's not, it's not fair to young people to be blamed for changing jobs so often when, when companies suck. So let's think about this. Purpose-driven businesses evolve faster because they have better people who stick longer. Now, who's not attracted to that? I mean, let's face it. We go to restaurants that are busy because they have the best food, the best service, etc. Why would people not come to the best to the companies and work and put in their time if they suck? <laughs> suck. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Think about it. It's true. It's just true. All right, number two, customers are more attracted to your business if you're a performance, uh, purpose-driven business, rather. Of course, purpose-driven businesses are perform better, but we're talking about customers are more attracted to your business if you have a purpose-driven business. According to Inc. Magazine, purpose differentiates you by tapping into the hearts and the minds of customers who are looking for more than just products or services, and this leads to increased loyalty as a customer. What do I mean by that? Well, in my little world of heating and air conditioning, if we go out and we're, we're pretend today we're one of three estimates, because everyone likes to get three estimates, and you're one of three estimates, McAfee's one of three estimates, rather, and they've gotten this estimate by Common Joe Heating and Air, and then they've gotten this estimate by Common Bob Heating and Air, and then McAfee comes in, and we're going to be different. That estimate, that proposal, that presentation is going to be different. And not only that, here's what McAfee does for the community. Here's what McAfee does for its people. Here's what McAfee does on its website. Here's what McAfee does on social media. And now they have a reason to buy from McAfee. 
They don't see that in Common Joe and Common Bob, but McAfee shines. And uh, it stands out. And that's why we're closing close to 90% of every estimate we run today. Unheard of, unbelievable, but true. I can prove it. If you doubt me, send me an email at greg at mcair.com and I will send you (laughs) documentation to prove it. Okay. Um, And yes, I am wired today. I am ready to go and I am full of energy. Today is Saturday, of course. I record most of these on Saturday morning. And uh, it's football day and uh, I can't wait to get at it and enjoy some good football today. Uh, But most importantly, I I am passionate about being a purpose-driven business. That's what I've been from day one. So according to Nelson, by the way, um, reports and surveys, three out of four millennials are willing to pay more for sustainable offerings, and 70% of Gen Z is prepared to pay more as well. Folks, if you're in the heating and air conditioning business, you better have some sustainable offerings. In, in our little world of working on residential units, if we can save, if we can get your unit more efficient, there's less emissions coming out of your chimney. Does the common homeowner know that? No, but they do when, with us, and we'll tell them how. We'll tell them how we can get their, their furnace more efficient than Common Joe or Common Bob. It sells things. People, people, Generation Z, Generation Y, they're um, three out of four are willing to pay more. You know what that means? They've actually proven that the millennials have more money to spend than any other generation. If you're not focusing on those generations, you're missing out, folks, because they're already buying homes. They're already owning homes, and they're already replacing their heating and air and their plumbing, their electrical and their landscape and their lawn care and their roofs and their home improvement and everything else, everybody else that listens to this, they're making it happen, okay? Number three, purpose-driven businesses drive higher profits. Why are you in business? I can give you a whole list of why I'm in business, but the bottom line is we got to make money. If we don't make money, we're not in business long, okay? I'm not in business to only make money, but it's extremely important. It's in the top three. If we don't make money, we are not going to stay in business long. So, Purpose-driven businesses have higher profits. They have better systems in place. Like I said, they measure more. A purpose-driven organization can measure more success through metrics such as social impact, employee engagement, satisfaction, customer loyalty, financial performance, and so on. Success is not only measured by profit, but also by a positive impact that inside that organization, it's making on society, 58% of purpose-driven organizations grew faster compared to not purpose-driven. Wow. All right, we got two more to go, guys. Purpose-driven businesses anchor in community roots. That's number four. They care about their communities they serve. They care about their area. They care about people around them that aren't that haven't even done business with them yet. So they care and they establish themselves. Listen to this, very important. They establish themselves as 
the cornerstone of the community. So for most, when you think of Dayton, Ohio, McAfee Heating and Air is in the top five brands. We're a cornerstone in our community. We're a cornerstone in our town. We're a cornerstone in the Miami Valley, which is all the cities underneath this 60-mile radius, 50-mile radius, whatever it is, okay? And we partner with and help grow, we help clean up, we help enhance our communities. Because we know that strong communities provide better schools, they provide better jobs, they provide better churches, and they provide better health. And that's important to us. I don't want to just do business in a low-income poverty area. I want to I help my area improve. I want to provide more jobs. I want to provide more training. I care about my community. I'm rooted in my community. It's very important to me. And, and it is as well with the same kind of companies. With pur- purpose-driven companies, they think the same way. And now we're going to wrap it up with number five. A purpose-driven business is easier to run and actually has less stress involved. Now think about that for a minute. Who doesn't want to run a business with less stress? When you instill purpose in your business, everything else follows. Actually, when you instill purpose in your life, everything else follows. If you don't have a purpose-driven life, it's really hard to have a purpose-driven business. Let me say that. You'll have more sales. You'll have better performance. You'll have stronger management team. You'll have a leader mentality like no other in every area and you will dominate. I understand dominate's not the best word for everyone today. Lord forbid a company dominates. But we do. We dominate. We have a larger market share. We do more profit. We lead in residential HVAC on purpose. Because we're purpose-driven, of course. But if you're purpose-driven, you can sleep better at night running a business. Because you know your goals. You know what you stand for. You know what you say. You don't have to worry about what you say because you don't lie. You stand for something. You're purpose-driven. And you have a purpose-driven life, like I just mentioned. And it matters. Your people you're transparent and people people know what you stand for on your team. People in the community know what you stand for. They see it. Action speaks louder than words. Don't just get on social media and tell us how good you are. Show your company, show your team, show your community, show your customers, show your vendors how good you are by your actions. Okay? A purpose-driven business outshines a non-purpose-driven business every day of the week. As a matter of fact, I'd probably safe to say that many non-purpose-driven businesses end up in that 90% bracket the first five years. They're history. They're out of here. Okay? All right. 
as we wrap this up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Did I say subscribe? Please subscribe. We need more subscriptions, folks. Subscribe below. Uh, you can support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. My energy overflows here, folks. I love helping entrepreneurs grow their business. I love, love helping managers think different. I love helping teams think different. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Don't forget to uh, tune in next week. I'll keep challenging you. I hope you guys like the, uh, I've got the Solo Greg podcast, and then I've got the uh, Interview Greg podcast, and we'll mix them in. I've got some, I've got some really good people coming on board uh, for interviews, um, so I'm excited about that as well. Thanks for listening. As always, carry on. God bless. We're not guaranteed another day, so make this one a great one. See you later.